match day two of Euro 2020. Here we go. Anthony's coming up now. What up? <clears throat> what up, what up, what up, what up? How are we? Good, mate. How are you? You recovered from last night or what? Yeah, yeah, I'm all good. Bags under the eyes and all, but I'm all good. How was um, it? It was good. It was a beautiful wedding. All weddings are, are beautiful. And um, it was really nice. He was a big soccer fan, the the groom. Um, now, he was in good spirits. It was really nice. Nice to see weddings are, are also like getting back to, you know, dancing and, and you know, with COVID and the uh, the limitations that it brought. Anyway, how about you? How you going? Cut out a fair bit there. That's why uh, I'm probably a bit blank. All good with the connection? Oh. No, we're good. No, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. Um, Anyone who wants to see Ant actually getting on the dance floor, go back and look at our um, our chat with Card Hour. He, he definitely makes an appearance. <laughs> it's very, 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 very good surprise. I have to make sure that that he wasn't offended by watch. that. You know, it's, it's a bit like what the <laughs> fuck was going on. <laughs> he, he played it good. It was it was quite. I watched it back, and he he was in good spirits about it. He was happy about it. So we um. All we're going to do is a bit of a, a review of the last games and uh, and a bit of a review of tonight's game, which is going to be an absolute cracker as well. But I think probably the first thing we can probably discuss is, is Christian Eriksen. And yeah. I don't know how much of that, that you've read about, but um, incredible to see. I, I couldn't believe it when I, when I watched it back. Um, you know, just something that you don't expect. He just went down like a ton of bricks and, you know, he essentially flatline for a few minutes there it's just, yeah it was crazy crazy stuff yeah so actually when i got home i got home that late that it was about 25 minutes into the game and i thought i'll just put it on i'll fall asleep by half time anyway and i'm watching the game and then i wasn't paying full attention i was dozing off and it happened so i was actually yeah. up and i saw the whole thing transpire and i was up my heart was racing I was thinking, I, genuinely, when they started giving him uh, CPR, I thought this is, this is really bad. This is not a good look. Um, and, and this could be really, really, really bad. And thank God, he the medical staff were amazing. They sprinted onto the field. They got to him within 10 seconds of everything happening. Um, and, and now I believe he's in stable condition, which is, is always the best thing you want to hear out of that situation. So it, it was it was so worrying when it happened. It was just like, what is going on? It was shocked. Everyone was shocked. The whole stadium was shocked. And, and seeing it in real time as, you know, the as the commentators were trying to digest it as well and speak on it, it was very scary. It was one of the scariest things I've, I've seen on, on like, uh, live television type of thing. Yeah, I think like I watched a bit of the um, the highlights, and they obviously didn't show that. And, and I was going to go back and you know watch the, the full game and actually pinpoint that. And then I thought to myself, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing yeah. that? Or for yeah. what purpose am I doing that? So um, I didn't end up doing it. But you know, I, I can only imagine in in real time seeing that is um, 
is quite shocking. I, I read recently uh, a doctor said that, you know, once a player goes through that once as a cardiac arrest and essentially flatlines, potentially that's his career over. Yeah, and, I, would, um, I would, um, yeah. So did they confirm it was, it was, a, it was a heart attack? Yeah, in cardiac arrest, whether that is defined into being a heart attack or not, I'm, I'm not specific on that, but um, but he definitely flatlined there. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And it was crazy to see how um, how quick Kier responded to it and, and like the leadership yeah. of him as well, they, you know, and, making sure that... The, the speed in which like, he got there, made sure that he wasn't swallowing his tongue, like did all the right steps. Just one after the other, like just made sure, consoled his uh, his wife, and it it was really good. Like the way they lined up around, you know, obviously as he was he was on the ground, and then um, the curtains they put up. It was very well organized, and and it was beautiful to see in that respect. I'm I'm going to be, you know, pretty joyful with, with the the commentary about the the rest of the games, but. Uh, there was something that pissed me off a little bit in the hobby this morning. Um, I've seen a couple of people post Kier cards and uh, Ericsson cards, right? Mm. Um, gutted when I saw that type of thing, you know? Like and one of the, the commentary was like Kier, lifesaver, card value going up, shit like that, right? And I was just, I was disgusted by that, disgusted. And, um, Hopefully, don't see too much. Be getting a swift block from me if, if I see any of that happening. Yeah, that yeah disgusting, disgusting. Yeah, but um, in terms of that game, uh, from what I saw, the highlights it looked like it was, uh, you know, probably one where Denmark was was all over him in the first half. But then it looked like a second half onwards. You know, I, I I've been in games, I've played games, obviously not at that level, but where I've seen a, a massive um, injury take place, like someone's broken their leg, and the rest of your game is is not the same. You know, you, you're kind of not mentally there, and, and yeah. I kind of could see that potentially happen. Is, is that what you saw? So after the injury, when they went off, I didn't expect yeah. the game to, to restart. I thought they mm. definitely... Well, obviously in my head, I went to bed thinking that Ericsson's in very uh, dire condition, and... yeah. I did not expect that game to be played, at least not right after. So when I oh, shout out to, to Zach, who's in here, double coverage, and, and the boys that are in it, has his right. It happened with the Maradona cards. Um, yeah. As soon as he passed. But getting back to it, I didn't expect the game to start, but judging off that first half, they were absolutely in control from the minute one to the incident. Um, they were commanding they were you know they don't have a Paulson's okay but he's not like an out and out striker type of well he is but I didn't expect him to to really get find the back of the net they're going to struggle to score goals but they're going to create chances if I can um, word it that way and then, obviously, like you said, after the incident, I did not expect them to play. And I, even when they came back on the field, I can't imagine they were in the right mental frame to be playing. And I think that's probably what 
cause them to lose. They had the penalty that they missed. Um, I didn't even see. I haven't seen the, the highlights from the remainder of that half, um, from the second half. So, look, can you blame them? Do I think they bounce back? Yes, I, I think they still. I think they still make it out of the group. Um, yeah. I, I still think this will give them motivation to make it out of the group for sure. They'll come second, I think. Um, and the other game in the group, we saw uh, Belgium put three away against Russia. Russia didn't look like they look like a shell of themselves in all honesty. Yeah. And Lukaku, who who I picked for um, top goal scorer, said he's got the opportunity to score six in, in the group stage. He's on track with that, already scoring two. Um, he looked absolutely lethal. And, and as I was talking with Cardell last night, they're definitely not even at, at full strength. So um, yeah. potentially a dangerous dangerous squad there. Yeah, no, Belgium look good. Um, they're ranked number one as well. So. Yeah, they are. People that's, forget that's that. Interesting. Yeah, it's, <laughs> they were paying $1.90 to, to win last night as well. So, a bit overlooked. I think people expected Russia to play um, like Russia of the past. So, um, yeah. I think Belgium, Lukaku should... Like, we, I said that as well on um, when we did our preview uh, podcast. Yeah, Lukaku should get golden boot. Especially if, if Russia is their toughest opponent in that group. True. Um, they got another two easier games to play. If Lukaku's bagging two goals already, I expect him to get another at least three across those two games. Looking at five before we hit round of 16. That's going to be tough to beat. Um, sure. Yeah, Luki's in here. Luki also thought, I think, um, Lukaku's going to make golden, get golden boot. So, good start from Belgium. Great start. Luki and anyone who wants to join the chat, you're you're more than welcome to. So just send a request and, and we'll pull you up for sure. Um, but yeah, that Belgium looked, Belgium did look unreal. Lukaku obviously, um, you know, maybe even seeing Ericsson go down, like you, you saw his reaction to that as well. You know, that, yeah. that, was, that was quite quite touching. Um, but it was. They, they honestly didn't even look like they had a shot at goal, Russia. You know, and and. I, I kind of thought that they they would have put up a little bit more of a fight, especially against that that back line of of, uh, of Belgium being a little bit older, you know, Golovin going through, but it just didn't seem to eventuate for them. But yeah, I don't think they're going to do much this tournament. We'll see how we go. My uh, Wales, is, my phone is one um, yeah, one all. Um, my phone's blowing up because something's obviously happened in the UFC. Because people, oh. group chats, group chats are going crazy. Um, yeah, Wales, Switzerland. I watched part of that game. That was when that was at the wedding when when that game went live. Um, yeah. I watched part of it. I was hoping Wales could sneak a win. They looked really slow to start. Once they bagged that goal off the corner, Wales turned it up a notch and they looked actually quite good. The only thing is Bale was trying very hard to like make a difference. Bale is, is a shell of himself compared to 2018 uh, Bale or 2016 Bale rather. The, the Bale that, that carried them in the last Euro is, is not the same and he's trying to do the same things that he was doing back then. And so I think that's going to be to the detriment of Wales. Um, but put up a uh, double coverage last right now. 
they they looked look, look well, it's not bad. They they look decent. Um, Switzerland also looked decent. Uh, how you going? What What's happened? going on, mate? How what happened? We? We'll do a brief one minute debrief on what happened in the UFC. Something happened because my phone is <laughs> my phone what is blowing was, up. Oh yeah, Nate Diaz was getting dominated for four rounds. In the last round, he came out absolutely swinging and nearly stole the fight off Leon Edwards. And um, essentially. You know, he's going to lose this fight because uh, Leon Edwards did too much in the first four rounds. But he, he nearly stole it at the end in typical Nate Diaz fashion. You can never count him out. And it was entertaining fight. I said that on our double coverage uh, podcast last show that, you know, Nate Diaz fights you have to watch because they're always entertaining. But um, enough on UFC. That's what that's yeah, the latest. Yeah, that was the, um, the UFC commercial in the... To get the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so back but to it. Um, you were you were talking about Bale. I, I agree with your your point there, and on, on um, he's he's probably regressed a little bit, and that's got to do with him not getting regular game time. You know, he didn't get regular game time in Madrid, but he was probably a bit younger. You know, those years um, when he he wasn't playing as much. Um, in the, I mean, he hasn't been playing as much as in the last two sort of years, and he moved over to Tottenham, and he still did start a lot of the time. He was coming off the bench, so. Um, uh, yeah, he, he doesn't look like the same battle of old, but um, it was an interesting game. And I did say it would end 1-1. I think those teams were very uh, equally, you know, they're, they're very equally similar in terms of quality. Um, and it's it was a fair matchup, in my opinion. I, I think Wales did enough in the end. And uh, on the other side... Um, who would they, who's diverse again? Switzerland. 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 Switzerland didn't look bad, actually. Like, if Bolo up front... Um, yeah, he's good. Like, he, he was up and about. I, I really rate him, to be honest. Who, who did he play for at club level? Because uh, he, he's one guy... That's interesting, because if he's... And what age is he? Because, you know, these are the sort of tournaments you see guys like that. I mean, think about the power, how he pushed it past people and ran. Looks a little bit like Lukaku to me, like a bit of that that raw power. You just tap it past the guy, and he's just boom away he goes, and he's got so much strength. He just gets past. He, he probably should have had a goal in that first half. He Absolutely, one run straight through the middle of the fence. It was amazing, and then he just couldn't finish it. He probably should have kept the, the finish low. He went high and the, kept a nice height for the keeper. But um, he, he's really good. He's very good. One to watch for sure. 24, 24 playing for Borussia Mönchengladbach at the moment. Young. There you go. So 24, you know, strikers, you burst on the scene, you get noticed at these tournaments. 24, 26, maybe get a, a transfer to a bigger club um, possible. And you don't know. So, you know, these are the sort of players and these teams that are playing at, at teams that aren't top clubs that you maybe want to have a look at if, you're looking at cards to, to potentially buy because all it takes is him to have another good performance in the next game and he gains a bit of traction and, and clubs out there go, oh, who's this guy from uh, Butch and Gladback? He's, you know, he's big, he's physical. We need a, you know, he, he's strong. And if he shows he can finish, so it's... Can uh, you do, can you do a quick check, Azura, I can see you on the computer. Does he have a Tops Chrome? Bundesliga card. I was I was just just looking at that there, so okay. I, I could see a lot of uh, a lot of stickers. Uh, his first cards was the adrenaline Surely cards, which in, the, in in at least this year's top screen. No, he's he's actually got a 2016 Panini 
Prism. Euro. Euro. Really? Interesting. Yes. There you go. That might be a sneaky play. Depend. Look, I'm not going to say I'm not going to call one one and then say go out and buy his card. Yeah. But but if Switzerland I'm just saying you want to know the, the card to buy, so you know where to go if he does perform better. But if you really want to take a chance and that his cards are a couple bucks, mm. like I mean, this is the time to maybe buy them if if that was the case. But also don't be careful and and, be, and notice what they were selling for previously. And maybe if they've already had a bit of a run-up, maybe it's uh, you've missed the boat. So I'm not saying go out there and buy them as, as Ant said, but it's, you know, these are the sort of things that you pick up on that sort of stuff um, um, and get in early. It's uh, you're, you're entering at a low risk level, if you, yeah. if you know, get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine it be costing too much. I did see Cajun there. Yeah, so if he wants to jump up, he's more than welcome to. But yes, it's pick up on some. Pick he up doesn't on know anything about football, football we'll knowledge. Keep, we'll keep it down in the comments, mate. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if he's watching the Euro over there in the states. Oh, I'd be very interested. Very interested. They're on ESPN now, I think. So yeah, yeah. be good. And actually got a um, 16, 17 Donruss debuts um, from that set, which is his club, his club okay. card. So that'd be good to see. But like you said, mate, I, I think if you're looking at um, what the price, what the entry price is compared to what it is recently, I, I really doubt that that would be an expensive card. Um, so if you were to take a risk, that's not a bad one, I wouldn't say, because I feel like he was really good in his young as well. So I'll tell you a, sneak, a sneaky player. Go um, Yesterday, after Italy's brilliant performance, I went looking for, through my, uh, yeah, there you go, um, I went looking for my Mosaic City R box and all the singles from that. And sure enough, I had a silver Spinozola and a base Spinozola. And I think that is a sneaky little play because he was definitely, definitely, the, the, best, definitely the best player on that field. He was unbelievable. He, he really could be a, a, a star in this tournament for Italy especially if Italy go all the way, the way that, and you explained it yesterday right after the game, uh, the way they've set up with, they push to a three at the back, they start with four, push to three at the back, and he runs along the left, I believe. Um, yep. Insigne there. That's a good setup. And he's going to get a lot of, of, of action on that left side. You know what? I, I think that's a sneaky play. I saw a couple get bored at $5 a card. Um, I saw a couple get bought at $10 a card. I think they're pushing now like $10, $15 a card. And this is a card that was, you know, just lying around. And it is his rookie card from this year's Mosaic. Yeah, right. Someone's, someone's getting in touch with Cherry because I bet they've got a whole stack of those of those just lying around. We'll have a look on their website shortly. <laughs> um, yeah, look, Spinazzola is a very, very good play. Um, Cardao picked out Raspadori, which is a, a striker for for Italy. I don't think he's going to be getting much game time, so I definitely don't think he's going to get the eyes. Um, so might not be the tournament to, to kind of hang your luck on, on that type of card. But um, at the end of the day, it's all it's all speculation. That's it, that's a good pick. I like Spinazzola. He's a, a Juventus player that we kind of let go um, yeah. stupidly, in my opinion. But anyway, we'll see. Has I asked in the in the chat about tonight? Uh, is yeah, Sancho let's get to it. Let's get to what it. What do you reckon? 
I think I'm more excited for to see the lineup than I am for the game because <laughs> that is the toughest job. I would not want to be Southgate. How do you set up? Do you play four at the back? Do you stick to three at the back? Who do you play in the midfield? It's such a strong squad in terms of depth, but he has to make it gel. And I don't know if Sancho actually starts. I think I think you'd be silly not to play Grealish, and you'd be Boys. silly not. Hey, what up? What up? How are we going? Yeah, we just love the jersey, man. Bad. Thank you. It's, it's one of my old ones from back in the day. <laughs> the the Italy one. The, the Italy one's coming. It's coming. Did you just cop one? I'll rate it. It's not the jersey I'm getting. I'm getting the jacket. It's too, the too jacket, cold. Wait, the jacket was sick, man. I love my, the jacket. my jacket here as well. Oh, let's put it. Oh, I might be upstairs. I, was, well, I had my jacket on all day yesterday. Don't worry. Yeah. Had to um, rip it. <laughs> no, we were talking about England. We were talking about the lineup. I'm that's why I, ju- that's excited, why I jumped more in. Excited for... So, what do we think? I think you have to play Grealish. I think. You kind of have to play Mount, you know. Like, where do you where do you see them in terms of like starting eleven? Who starts? I, I'm it assuming Kane, Kane has to start up. Top. Yeah, Kane, Kane's a certain starter as long as he's fit, which I think he is. Um, it'll be interesting what he does because we were talking about it last night at dinner with a few of my mates. If he starts with a two up front, or he goes the the one strike and the two wingers. Always got one striker. I think the one, one, you reckon? Goes, yeah. But then what? You sit, you sit Rashford out? For me, I'd go Rashford and Sterling out wide. Just to I think start you, you could play Rashford on the left. And, yeah. and you've, you've seen... This is the thing, all right? This is what I think they should do. You can pay Rashford on the left. He's shown he can do the defensive work at United. Right, especially those years under Mourinho when he was playing there, like you had no choice but to learn how to run back because if you don't, Mourinho will sit you on the bench. Right, and then we've seen how well Kane and Son work, where Kane drops deep and he's got amazing passing ability uh, to drop that ball over the top, and Rashford's got that pace similar to Son, so they can use that where Kane could drop deep, pick up the ball, and you can have Rashford and Sterling running past Kane and Kane delivering the ball over the top. Yeah. Uh, or playing those through balls and then getting involved, you know, late in the play where he might be there for the cutback or there as he arrives late to the box just to, to finish it off, if you get what I mean. So it's it's an interesting dynamic. I think they play the one up front and play the two wingers. I don't think Sancho starts. I think they go with Sterling, yeah. go with the experience from the beginning. Um, obviously, Sancho was not really getting much game time towards the end of the season uh, with Dortmund. I think he may have had injuries, stand to be corrected. Um, so I think Sterling gets the start first. Wrist flapping everywhere. <laughs> Sterling's little, little run. I think it's going to be, a, it's going to come to a shock that to many of the the collectors, and I don't want to specify, but I will. Many of the <laughs> American collectors that are going to be that have been buying up um, Sancho because you know obviously the link with Haaland and 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 all that, and they're going to be quite. It'll come but to a shock the when, when they, they realise that. Big minutes in this Euro, true and yes. like, let's yeah. be honest. You've watched a lot of videos of guys, buy, you know, on YouTube and and guys saying, you you know, Euros are coming, Sancho, Sancho. How much of a role does he really play? Like, this is you've got a lot like, of competition, a lot of competition. And I'm pretty sure I talked about it. Uh, one of my fire flames a while back was the Euro 2016 set, where it's Sterling's first prism, Kane's first prism. I think they were yeah. some good 
Because that's what I looked at. I was like, who's actually going to get minutes here? Sterling, I thought, was going to get minutes. Um, same with Rashford as well. I think Rashford will get some minutes. Um, Kane's obviously the starting striker. So I think those were good purchases in, in the card market, I feel. Am I if wrong? I, you know, he's a good pick. No, no, I think that's... The, the, the Kane-Silver prism from 2016 is... Yeah. That was such a good buy that, that I overlooked. I think they've already shot up. I yeah. think if I'm if I'm Southgate, I start. I put Kane up top, Rashford on the left. <laughs> I think you've got it. What would you say? <laughs> in the comments, Amer- American American collectors have been stocking up on Pulisic ahead of the Euros. <laughs> I rate that. I just saw that. But it's it's so funny that you know a lot of these collectors you know, are really pushing for Sancho and they're saying how much of a good player he is and, and that he needs to start every game. And I, I probably would suspect that they haven't watched the full Borussia Dortmund game in their life. Um, and, you know... Was the, the cup finally played well, didn't he? Was the cup final? Yeah. Yeah, I, cup final. But this, is, this, is, well. this will be big for... for this is arguably... Well, this is the toughest game in that group. This is their opener. Mm. It's going to be their toughest game. So if Southgate bottles it, it's going to be so much pressure on the the whole squad, especially if they lose. I can see them, for some reason, I can see a draw happening. If they lose, it's going to be very difficult to rearrange the squad and, and, you know, compose everyone and then go into the next game. As you were about to say, uh, your play on the right-hand side, who who do you have there? I think you kind of have to go Sterling as well. I think um, it's just consistent. No, but then I'd play the thing. Is, over over who, sorry? Foden. Foden, yeah. Sorry, I couldn't hear. But would you play Foden on the right as a winger? So I look at Kane. some possible lineups, right? They've got Kane up front, obviously, Rashford, Mounts behind Kane, and in that like attacking mid role, Foden yeah. on the right, Rice Phillips in, in the centre. Then in the back, Shaw, Ming, Stones, and Walker, which is interesting. I don't know if I like Foden playing on the right. I'd, personally, I'd rather him play, play him at 10, play him at Cam. Yeah, I think, I think I'm the same. I think he's not play, that out and play, out Foden, play Foden at 10. Oh, but then what do you do with Mount and Grealish? Like, exactly. I, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can't yeah, not a see. A, why would... Uh, if you don't play Grealish, it's tough. It, it is so tough. Well, I think one of those guys gets left out. So, in all honesty, who gets left out? I hope it's Mount. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think Grealish. To... I think Grealish misses out. Uh, I honestly yeah. do. I'll be so. I'll be so disgusted. Who, who's their defensive mid? Right? Is it Rice? And... No, Rice, yeah. I think... Rice and Henderson. Yeah, I think you'd start Hendo over 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 Rice. Hendo should be captain. Don't, don't they play with the two, though? Or Kane. The two centimetres? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think they go 4-3-3. Why three. couldn't I think you play, play Hendo and Grealish? Grealish is... The thing is, hard, it all more on 10, I feel. Mount and Grealish on the same team. You know, yeah. Too much forward. The balance might forward. be off. Yeah, mm. okay. I think you've got to have Hendo in the squad. I think you should go more attacking, though, like against... Croatia. This is a big game. This is a good game. Very good game tonight. This is a tough game. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's why I want to. We got, we got the public holiday stream. tomorrow anyway, so it's all good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very nice excited. It's, it's Southgate. He's got some headaches in terms of selections. Good headaches though, you'd rather. I that think. Than... I think hoops hits just just hit on you know, hoops hits hit it the nail on the head. That's a great pun by me. Um, I would do exactly that. I would go Rashford, Kane, Sterling. I would play. I would actually play Grealish and Foden. I feel like both of them can play all over the park at, at the you know like at the top and play. Hendo as the holding mid. Mm. But then that's if they go 4-3-3. I think they're just going to line up three at the back. I think they go three at the back. With the two the two wing backs. Yeah, two All right. wing backs. Who's, who's your two wing backs then? This will be an interesting one. In the comments as well, give us your two wing backs or your two full backs. Hoops hits. I'm not starting that. I'm starting the other one, so you hit. someone else can start. All right, I'll start. Bruce James, uh, and I'll probably go Shaw. I'll probably go Shaw, to be honest. Super. Maybe not Chilwell. Yeah, Reece I, James I think I'd go James. James Thank you. Yeah. Sean Walker. I don't know. I feel like I heard this on another podcast. Shout out to Filthy Fellows podcast as well. It's probably one of the best um, football just banter shows on the internet. Um, I think he's injured. Hoops hit. Uh, Arnold, Arnold's out. Yeah. Arnold's, Arnold's um, yeah. They, were saying, they were saying it'd be better for England. These all English guys as well saying that they'd rather um, them go there and play the young guys and give the young guys experience before, you know, the World Cup next year as well, which I yeah. thought would agree. Like, what do you get for your team and for your nation going forward playing Walker, who's what, Helms Walker? He's older than 30, isn't he? He'd be around the 30 yeah. mark. What do you get for well, your nation? Well, at the bottom and saying, they couldn't pack Spinazzola's lunch there, you reckon? <laughs> so that doesn't doesn't rate the, the wing backs at all. <laughs> um, yeah, well, what do you get for your nation going forward playing Kyle Walker at fullback? Which is an interesting take, and it makes a lot of sense. It is an interesting take. Yeah, I, I do like it. And if they've got hopes to be big at the World Cup, and if Southgate is pl- that's his plans, then yeah, I think Reese James, you do start him. I think it's an interesting one. You could just you could. Play potentially, as you said, I, I don't see why if you played like three at the back, why you couldn't play Kyle Walker as like a, uh, you know, like that inside centre back because he's got strength and pace and then play yeah. Reece James inside him. And if you came up against a team that was had very good, you know, attack on that side, maybe that's a ploy that Southgate employs to, you know, have a strong defence on that side where you, you've got Reece James and Kyle Walker who have shown to be, Two of the best fullbacks in the Premier League this season, um, so it, it, you know the defense looks solid. Look, England has a good team on paper, but I think mm. it's just can they get over the mental hump, the mental hump that's been you know on their uh, their nation for how long? Who knows? It's uh, been a long time. Shout out to to Zach who's in here talking about the Scotch. Now we're having cafe. It's too too early for the Scotch. Had you pull up after last night? In. Yeah, I'm alright. I got my espresso this morning. <laughs> yeah, not bad. It was nice. Nice to have a wedding. The, Don't the worry, mate. I've quit that. I've quit that. I've got a real yeah. wedding joining yeah. on the canvas. <laughs> Can't wait to see that. Yeah, send me that. I'll, I'll, jump, I'll, I'll post it as well. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, Hoops makes a, a really good point at the bottom here. Like, he's talking about England managers 
playing the long game, which you know mm, I true. absolutely agree with. with. With this this team, should be a springboard for future tournaments. But I don't think that um, DFA or, or who's looking at the England team manager long term is going to give that that long a rope around that type of manager and puts them in a position where they can't blood through young talent because they're they're so scared of their job. It's been it's gone been going wrong for a long time though. You think eventually you've got to change that sort of mindset, don't you think? Give it well, that's a bit what the did. That's what the Italians did. Yeah. You know? They they got it completely look wrong. At us, look at us now. <laughs> look at us <laughs> after now. The first, after the first game. <laughs> we won our first game. Just come exactly. down. <laughs> down. Yeah, I so, the, lid's, yeah. the lid's off. The lid's off. Italy's winning the whole thing. Don't get me started, mate. Uh, um what about yeah, the other I, two games in, in uh, tomorrow one morning? More, one more thing about what Hoop um, Hits said. Uh, the UK media especially. Yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah, that's a big that's thing. Always always so always much, there is so much pressure on England. And it's not said enough. They're playing. They're playing most of the games at Wembley. You know, there is so much pressure on them. Mm. Are all the games at Wembley? Are they? I haven't checked that. I'm pretty actually. sure tonight's game's at Wembley. Yeah. Um, the only one I checked I was think, Italy's, and all three are in Rome, the group stages. Yeah, so they, they, there's Rome. I believe that if they make the semis, it's at Wembley, and if they make the final, yeah. it's also at Wembley. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. wow. That's yeah, even like The pressure, pressure is Again, you're is at home. You're not traveling. So, yeah, but I think, I don't know, it could work both ways against them. Such a young squad. They know that yeah. everyone's watching. The fans are going to be there. Like, just the media as well. I think the media is a big factor for England as well. Usually on their back all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. You feel sorry for them. Yeah, I do actually. I don't know, but we'll see. I'll definitely post a, a story of my live reaction of of the, the lineup. I'm so excited to see this lineup. Do we have a prediction, yeah. guys? Score on the game? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 2 1 England. Bad, not bad. Source. Um, I'm I'm gonna go. I think this is I think this is more even matchup than people think. I think this is gonna be a draw. One one. I'm going with my same scoreline I went with yesterday. I think both teams have enough up front to get, score a goal. Um, but I'm gonna go draw. One one. F. What do you reckon? I was gonna reserve my prediction for when I say the lineup, but I'll say this. <laughs> I think if if the lineup looks good, I'm going to say England two nil. I think they can. I think they can get it done. If the when I say if the lineup looks good, if I, I look at it and I feel like ah oh, that makes sense. He's played, you know, Grealish there. He's played Foden there, and he's moved players around where it doesn't look too congested. He's not trying to play Mount Foden, Grealish, Stern, all these players up top, and there's no holding mid or anything like that. If he gets it wrong. I can see this being a very cagey match and maybe even a, a nil all or a one all draw to, to start. So depending on the lineup. So for me, I honestly, I'm going to come out here and say it, that I think that Croatia's midfield is vastly, not just a small amount, vastly superior than England's midfield, right? They, they could potentially start Kovacic, Modric, Brozovic, who's an absolute boss for Inter, Perisic on the right, Rebic on, on the left going forward. 
I think that's an absolutely brilliant midfield, and they could potentially boss a lot of these, a lot of these younger English players. Right, their defence on the other side is average to say the least. Right, so I think that Kane can potentially get up and about if they get behind that that midfield. Um, I'm honestly picking a draw because it's an early game in the tournament. Tends to be the way that these kind of things go. Um, I think uh, I agree with Sauce. I reckon it might be a one-all. It is a strong midfield, though, what you're saying there. That is a strong midfield when you put it like that and a lot more experience in that midfield as well when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, you have to think. Big tournament experience. This is this year. That's what I'm going to say. I know it's two different teams, but at the end of the day, three years ago, uh, semi-final, Croatia got the job done against a very different English team. And granted, that Croatian team has dipped a little bit. You can't count out Modric's. Modric is still all time. So, thank you. So, you say, I'm underrated in the hobby. I feel there are Modric. a few games on other games on out there, sort of. Yeah, there are. Man. There are. I tried to. I tried to segue there, but uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Let's do. Let's um, do some pretty some pretty tricks for the other games. Netherlands, Ukraine. Netherlands has kind of been written off this tournament. Um, but I'm actually really, actually excited for that for that game. I'm, I'm probably not going to get up for it. I'll probably watch the highlights. But um, yeah, I'm too. really excited to, to see how that that team gels together and, and performs. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? Uh, I think yeah, Netherlands will be. They have enough to get the job done against Ukraine. I think Netherlands topped the group as well. It's a pretty relatively easy group. Um, De Jong and, and Depay has played a, had a great season. I think Netherlands 2-0. Yeah, I'm going to go with Anthony. Netherlands 2-0 as well. A um, few players to look out for, though, for the Netherlands especially. Like you were saying, Depay, De Jong, um, Delete at the back, I like him. Um, uh, what was I'm going to blank. <laughs> those three, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give those three. <laughs> I've actually had a so see what you reckon. Yeah, look, uh, I think Netherlands, they're using this as a bit of a, a building tournament. They've got a, a few younger guys in there that they're trying to build up for, you know, hopefully their next run and, and get better at the next World Cup. Um, but they should have enough. They, they've always been better than Ukraine, sort of historically, and I wouldn't count that it would be different this time. And on paper, their team does look better. They've got guys playing at more top clubs in, across Europe and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I, I think this could be a game where, you know, I'm always wary of, of, of a team being able to score a goal, especially in an early group game. But I think this is one where um, Netherlands look to come out and, you know, get a, get a few goals on the board. So, like, I'm going a 3-1, 3-1 Netherlands. Um, you know, I, I think they have enough attack here to, to put on a few goals on this Ukraine side. Look, they haven't been talked about enough. But listen to this midfield, right? We've got Ryan Gravenberg for, for Ajax. Who's a sick talent, right? An incredible talent coming out of there. Just had his um, just had his rookie card come out in uh, top trim Champions League. Yeah, I've got his Obsidian rookie card uh, yeah. as well. Nice. So I feel like that's that's a really good get. Frankie Dion is so underrated in his hobby. It's, it's incredible. Hmm. Um, you've got Martin Zaroon, Barcelona. He's a fantastic, fantastic player, and obviously Wayne Eldon as well. Um, yes, Genie. Genie's going to be good. You know what I mean? Do you, reckon Neville, 
Do you reckon the Netherlands, maybe not to win the whole thing, but do you think they're like the genuine dark horse? You know, I was like, Italy's the dark horse, but really it's not. Do you think Netherlands are like the genuine dark horse? Well, their group is very weak. Very, you know what yeah. I mean? They, they and clean up and they get group. out of that group. It's, it's a matter of when they burst tough. Uh, Who would they play in the opponents. next round? Uh, if they if they top this group, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if they top this group, they play third place team of D, E, and F. Oh wow! Um, so they've, so, they've got ooh. it relatively easy. Yeah, but F is the team that. Oh, F you know, is yeah, F the Germany. Portugal, Germany, France. Yeah, right. So it could could potentially be one of them. Um, yeah. But in saying that, you know, it's it could be worse. You know. Mm. I have a, just a side take on that on that group F. So the way third place is is uh, calculated, that's based on um, goal difference, correct? I think that's how it works. Yeah. Is it, is it points yeah. and then goal difference? Points and then goal difference. I yeah. think then goal difference. Yeah. None of those teams in um, the third place team in group F won't make it out. They won't be the the team that makes it out. I think it's too cagey. It's it's. Uh, I think that's a good point. A couple, couple draws, and yeah. I don't think Germany, as as good as they are, make it out of that group. Um, I know on paper, like it looks like, oh, they'll definitely make it out, but that's just based on the talent there. I don't think that they get the results to to uh, to make it out. Not the favourable ones. So other than that, we probably have well, Scotland. I reckon is a is a good play, to be honest. To get it to get into the next round at third, but anyway, I, I thought I'd say that. Um, but Netherlands in general, I think that they rely on, obviously up forward a lot on Depay. Um, the defense is good though, man. Like Stephen De Vrij and De Ligt in centre back. That's a solid what partnership. Hundred mm. percent. Who they've got in goal? Tim Krul from Norwich. Is is that <laughs> the one that saves every penalty? Is he the penalty king? I'm pretty sure I'm he's the sure. one. Am not I sure. off on that? I'm pretty sure it is him that comes on and he's... Sa- I'm pretty sure he came yeah, on last year. There's been a big penalty save in the tournament. Massive penalty save yeah. last night. Yeah, yeah. Finland. We were talking about that before. Um, I'm not, you know what? Don't write Netherlands off. They, they should get the job done. What's that What's that other game? Well, Hoopsie's asking for um, plays of the tournament. and and I have given ours. But in, in terms of the winners, what do you two reckon? Who do you think is going to win that? Uh, you got to, he said you've got to take bias out as well. Oh, without bias, probably France. <laughs> <laughs> but on crunch time, I did say it's going to be a France, a France and Italy final. So I'm, I'm going to say it. I, I have put um, some money on exactly that France-Italy France, final. France-Italy final. Uh, after Jeez. seeing Italy, I've put both ways. Either France I thought the, the lid's France off. win. Yeah. The lid's off. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I think... Um, and you, Sauce, to answer the question? Oh, I've picked France to win the tournament. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I think they've just got too much class. And, look, we'll see how they go in their group. This this will be a good indication. If, we, we, if they, you know, they look on and they're able to get wins over, you know, Germany and, and Portugal, if they go out of three games, he started the tournament. Five, five, six dollars start of the tournament, you know, that could burn me into under four dollars on the bookies for sure. Um, so it's it's all depending on how they start the tournament if they they look off and things like that. But 
I'm all for, um, you know, guys and teams rolling over their success. Nothing changed. Look at that squad. On the world Cup team. Hasn't changed a lot. You're cutting out a little bit, Sauce. Wrapping up big time. So, last game, might just talk about last game and then we'll get Saucy back a little bit. Um, Austria, North Macedonia. It's probably not a game that I'm, I'm G'd up for, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Like, I'm having a look at Austria's team. Obviously, David Alaba comes off the page, but. Um, Who's the striker for Austria? From memory, they've got a great. Is it uh, Atanovic? Is it uh, Anunovic? Yeah, Anunovic. That's it. Atanovic. What am I saying? Anunovic. Um, I think I think Austria definitely. I think Macedonia. Like no offense, it, it's going to be a write-off type of thing. Good fans though, especially in in, in Sydney. We've got a lot of uh, Macedonian fans. They'll go crazy if uh, if they manage to, to get a result from any of these games. So sorry, boys. I'm back. Yeah, back. Oh, they're both back. There we go. I think. No, I was talking about the last game, um, Austria versus Macedonia. What are, what are you guys' picks? Uh, I think Austria wins. Austria wins. Austria. But yeah, they, they, I'm going to say that yeah, as well. I think they're too too much quality for Macedonia. Um, so uh, look, I don't really know too many guys on the Austrian squad. It would be interesting to go have a look through, and you know that this is the sort of thing. If you don't know much about it. Go look up their squad. Go look up the age of the guys. And if you see potentially a guy who's young that's getting start that's getting started, maybe if you're watching that game or you watch the highlights, he's one to look at and, and go, you know, do a bit of research on the guy. Especially if they should start any young players. So look, I'm not gonna comment too much on their squad because I don't really know much about it. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's where if there's someone in the hobby, if you're looking to find the next guy or a guy, um, you know, the tournaments like this, this is where these players sort of get discovered. Maybe they're playing in the Austrian league and, you know, the, the scouts over there ain't as, uh, you know, prolific as in some of the other leagues like League Lund and some of the other leagues where, where more talent comes from around the world. Um, so, they, you know, people aren't really looking here, but that's where Harlan I mean, was. He was in that's the, that's he was what in I was going to say. That's where, so, that's where Harlan came from. There's so, so, many, exactly. there's so many opportunities coming out of this tournament in the hobby. So yeah. many, a lot of new names we've, we talk, we've talked about on Crunchline. There's so many new names that are going to, going to come out of this. A lot of people are going to learn a new. A lot of people in the hobby are going to learn some new names. Um, I feel like that people people already Zola. did from, yeah, yeah. And not just you, Anthony. I mean, just people in general, away from you know your Sancho collectors and your Foden, and there's going to be a lot of new names. Absolutely, we're talking about yeah. earlier. Yeah. yeah. See how we well, go. That, All right, we'll that, leave it on that, guys. Um, yeah. I've got to run. But really excited about tonight. If you guys are around, we might do a you know a fresh take just as the game finishes, just to give our immediate reaction. Might be around that that midnight time frame, but I reckon I reckon that will be pretty cool if you yeah, guys are keen for it. Otherwise, we'll yeah. do it tomorrow morning. I reckon good. tonight will be quite good. All right. Enjoy. Have a good day, See you, boys. See you, boys. See you. Have a good one. Bye.